plugged in and it's working. Welcome to Psychic Tapestry. Hi, I'm Ken Kessler and we are here live, live actually from Mystic Isle in La Mesa, California for uh, for the monthly psychic fair here. Um, you can uh, reach out and touch us, 347, um, just a second. Actually, let me give you the number for Mystic Isle. Um, if you... Uh, if you want to get a reading today, um, it's uh, discounted readings all day today um, for the Psychic Fair. And we can do those over the phone. Um, so if you're not in the greater San Diego area, you can come out here as well. Um, and that number is 619-465-3005. And you can reach out and um, and uh give that number a call and talk to Joanne and she will um, set you up with and let you know who's available and uh, can schedule an appointment if uh, whoever it is that you want to talk to is with someone at the moment. But um, I, I wanted to get that out of the way um, right from the get go. So you understand why the show might sound a little different um, today. Uh, we are here live um, and, uh, and cooking along Um Normal connections, because we're out on the, uh, out on the road, uh, you may not be able to get in touch with us through social media. You can give it a shot. I'm keeping an eye on it on my phone, facebook.com slash psychic tapestry at psychic tapestry on Twitter. I have gotten the chat room open, um, so you can pop in and join us there as well. Um, again, from the psychic fair at Mystic Isle in uh, La Mesa. I do want to mention uh, one thing real quickly for people uh, – listeners to this show or any of the other psychic tapestry shows. Um, if you wonder where we are, I've been working on an outside project and the shows are kind of on a hiatus for about a month. Uh, look for us to get everything revved up and going the last week of July. Um, I will do my best to keep the Saturday shows going. So you'll still be able to, um, to connect that way. But, uh, anyway, I'm very happy to have, um, tarot reader extraordinaire, Oh, she gave me a dirty look for that. Georgia Vlahos is here again. Hi, Georgia. Good morning. How's everybody today? First day of July. Oh, yeah, it is. You know, I, I stepped out of the car and uh, and I saw something on my phone and I was like, oh, my gosh, the month is gone. So uh, so it is actually the first of July. That's an extra little clue to let you know that we are here live. And we're going to uh, we're going to do some mini readings a little bit later on if you want to get on the phone now. But um, but we want to talk about a couple things um, about readings and um, and some of the questions that do come up for people who listen to a show like this or are thinking about uh, the kind of topics that you would um, that you would have in a um, that that you would have uh, that that would be addressed by a show like this or if you're thinking about uh, that you would want to get a reading and we sort of touched on this last week but I, I wanted to get into a little uh, more depth than that and. Um, 
and certainly when when things are falling apart, uh, whether it's a relationship or job or or it feels like your whole life is and you need you need a little bit of help. Um, that's that's an obvious sign that uh, that a reading might be for you. But there are lots of different kinds of readings. And I wanted to, George, I wanted to talk to you about that. Um, the different kinds of readings that are available, um, especially at a place like Mystic Isle and why you would need uh, or you might need or might even be interested in one or the other. Was that too long a question or? No, I think I followed it. Okay. Um, yeah, there's there are different kinds of readings as there are different kinds of readers. Um, I think we talked a little bit about the different kinds of readers last week. Um, you have, I'll just reiterate a little bit, you have tarot readers who read cards. They may or may not have psychic or empathic flashes when they're reading. Some do, some don't. Uh, you have psychic mediums who connect with people who have deceased um, and we have uh, people who read oracle decks, which are usually uh, like 40 to 45 cards in that area, and they each have a specific message. And then there's actually the tarot, which is a deck of 78 cards. Uh, it has major and minor arcana, and it's, it's very complete. There's all kinds of information, in it, and depending on what kind of spread you do. Um, we also have... Um, uh, I have a, a deck which I was thinking I might try today. Uh, it's by James Van Prague and Doreen Virtue, and it's uh, Talking to Heaven. And uh, I was thinking maybe we could try that. might be fun uh, to see if we can connect with anyone. So there's different kinds of readings. There's different spreads, and there's different types of readers. So you kind of have to figure out what would work the best for you. If you want a predictive reading, or do you want to know about what's going on? Do you want to know what people you know, around you are feeling? Um, maybe you don't even know what you're feeling. I've, I've, I've had readings. I don't know what I'm feeling. Can you tell me what's going on with me? And uh, sometimes we can do that too. So. I know for, for me, a lot of times when, uh, when I want a reading, um, one of the things that, that I'll do is, what is it that I need to know right now? Because a lot of times you get lost in the weeds and you don't, it, it, we're all so busy these days that you don't always know what what's going on and what it is. And you're trying to deal with so many things. What's important right now? What do I need to focus on? And that's one of the things. And then I'll, I'll try to read for myself, which is a big mistake. You shouldn't do that. But, um, and, 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 and the decks uh, that I've made, I have blank cards in there, which means you already know. And frequently when I, when I'm trying to figure out what is it I need to know, I'll turn one of those over. You already know. Oh, great. Thanks a lot. Universe is so funny. Um, but uh, for, for shows like this, or actually specifically for this show, there are three major things that people tend to call about. And the first and, and the biggest is love. Uh, where am I going to find love? Um, is he coming back? Um, you know, those, those are the, the big or she. Um, but those are the, those are the big uh, things for love. And then there's job. Should I stay in the job that I'm in? When am I going to get a job? Um, Is the hobby that I have something that I should make into a job? Those are the big things. And then there's mediumship um, where people, whether it's unfinished business um, and, and a lot of times with pets, not that there's unfinished business, but you, but we want to know they're okay. 
um, we get such a, a big attachment. Um, we were talking last week to Dr. Stephen Farmer about uh, a lot about animals, and um, and he did a, a, a wonderful event here, and hopefully he'll be back maybe later this summer. Um, but uh, we were talking about the the attachments that we have with our animals, and a lot of times people will want to know. Um, you know, it's not a matter of of any kind of unfinished business. It's just, are they okay? Are they, do they feel better? Because we know that dogs, uh, especially dogs, when they get older and they develop certain problems and they're not feeling well and they're in pain, you want to know that they're okay. And, and that's one of, that's, that's the other big one. Now, uh, now for mediumship, obviously you would want to talk to, (laughs) you would want to talk to someone who just walked in. You would, um, you would want to talk to a psychic medium specifically if you have uh, questions um, and you want to know if they're somebody who, who, who deals with pets. Um, if that's your, if, if that's your question about if it's a family member, or, um, whether it's some kind of unfinished business, or again, you want to know that they're okay. You talk to mediums and, and we actually had a medium just walk in. Uh, do you think she's going to come? We'll get her on. Yeah. Maybe she'll, she'll come talk to us. But she's going to be here today. If uh, so, if you have a, um, if you are looking for um, a, a, a mediumship reading, and uh, hopefully Loretta will come back by here so we can we can talk to her and she can talk about what goes into that kind of reading. But again, the number here at Mystic Isle six one nine four six five three zero zero five. If you're in the Greater San Diego area um, and you don't know where we are, call that number and you can get directions. If you're not here. Um, you can call that number from anywhere in the whole world and, uh, and get a, a discounted reading today. Um, but that's, that's a, a mediumship reading. But for, um, for the other things that we were talking about, um, oh, Loretta is coming over. Oh, great. Um, this is uh, Loretta Schmidt, and she is our medium. She also does our aura photography here and uh, does readings and healing. She's also a Reiki master, and she has this marvelous bed that she puts on the table. It's got amethysts inside of it, so you get all the benefits. So she has a lot of cool things she could talk about. Very cool. Like that? George is out of here. <laughs> um, hi, Loretta. Uh, welcome. Welcome to Psychic Tapestry. Thanks for, for popping in. Well, thank you for letting me be part of today. My pleasure. Um, uh, let me a- uh, ask first um, to manage expectations for people who are, are listening. Um, is there any kind of, of sort of, for want of a better term, any kind of mini reading that you could do for people who call in? Sure. Okay. Okay. So, um, so if you're holding on and you have some uh, a kind of a mediumship sort of question, um, hang in there and and we will get to that shortly. Um, what uh, for for people who are listening who have never who, who've never been to see a medium. Um, what and I know that all readings are not the same, but is there some sort of um, general thing you can say that that would go in or into a reading, or what if somebody's looking for something, what it is that might lead them to talk to somebody like you? Well, first you have to understand that um, it's not who you want to talk to; it's who wants to talk to you, and uh, the the message that comes through from the other side is one that you need to hear. Um, Working as a psychic, you 
connect with someone's energy. Working as a medium, you are connecting with their uh, ancestors, with their spirit guides, with their angels. You're getting the messages from them. Um, a lot of times um, I'll tell my clients, um, I'll be referring to they because I'll say they said this and they said that, and they'll go, who's they? So, <laughs> so they <clears throat> are your spirit guides, your, your messages from there. So um, it's best not to come with expectations because you just never know who's going to come through to, to say hello. And um, I think two people think that um, just because you've passed to the other side, now you have this grand knowledge of things. And, and that's not the case. You're just you. <laughs> You're just on the other side. So a lot of times the message is, hi, I'm doing fine. So, Yeah, I have told people, uh, and it's come up often on this show, that a lot of times what spirit has to tell us is they love us. And, and that's a, it's really a, it sounds generic, but it's a wonderful message. And, um, you know, uh, uh, people will, will want to say, okay, you're, you're a psychic medium. I want to talk to these people, um, whether they're relatives or whether it's Elvis that, you know, that they, they want and it, and, and they don't get that it doesn't really work like that, that it is who wants to talk to you because they'll come in with expectations of whether it's unfinished business or um, they're just really missing this one particular relative or they want to know where the secret will is or whatever it is that, that, that they want to know. And it's, it's not really like that. Um, George and I were talking a few minutes ago about other reasons people get readings. And a lot of times it's about, it's about love or it's about career. And is that also something that, um, that they come that people can come to a medium for all the time yes um i think uh a lot of times they come for relationship questions and um my first question to them is is do you really want it because sometimes they'll sit there and go maybe not (laughs) you know they think about it but um i think that a lot of a lot of times if you're looking for relationships it's it's a it's about energy, and it's about what kind of energy you're sending out there, and because um, what you send out is what you'll attract. So um, if you you want to think of something great <laughs> when you're sending out that kind of uh, uh, message that I want a good relationship, and then you'll attract that that type of person to you. Yeah, a lot of times um, people get to the point where they say, okay, I'm tired of being alone and I'm ready for a relationship. And, and, but that's, that's as as far as they go. They don't, you know, like anything else that you want in life, you have to take responsibility. You have to work for it. And a lot of times, you know, unless you're, you're expecting to fall in love with the UPS man or the mailman or, you know, whoever else happens to stop by, whether it's the organ man or, you know, um, you have to, you have to live your life and you have to do the things as you said that to attract it and a lot of times people don't they don't want to take the responsibility they don't want to they don't want to do any of the work they just want to have it you know they just want to win the lottery mm-hmm. and and that's not it's not how any of this works um i'd be happy to win the lottery certainly but you know but it, that's not that's not how it how it works and um 
and, and the other thing, if you're going to talk to a medium about love, are you getting, I guess it, it depends on the person, would the messages be coming from their guides or from relatives or? Yeah, any of, any of those. Um, and a lot of times what happens is the guide will say, you know, look to the next six months or look to the next three months. Um, because, like you said, you have to do half the work. They're not going to give you, okay, he works as an insurance man. He's got brown hair. He's a, they're not going to give you that. <laughs> it just doesn't happen that way. But they'll say, look to the next six months because there's going to be an opportunity there, either that you are going to meet this person or maybe one of your friends is going to introduce them. Or maybe it is the UPS man. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of nice UPS man. And that would be great, right? Um, so the thing is you have to have your eyes open and to see to be aware and to pay attention to what's coming in your path because like I I tell my clients, Santa Claus is not going to drop him down the chimney. You know, you have to make the effort. If you go to work and you go home and that's all you do, you are lessening your chances of finding somebody. And the best way to find somebody is take one of your interests, join a group, because then right off the bat you have something to talk about. That, there's that person in that group is like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I know that. I, I do that. And, and right away you have a conversation and um, you have something in common. Yeah, I always uh, – one of the shows that, that I do, we call it the love show and we, because we get so many love questions. And one of the things I'm always telling people to do is to not make it into a job because you'll hate it and nobody will meet the qualifications. It becomes drudgery. Um, and every and, – and you don't – it sucks the joy out of everything because if you're going out to a bar or to a club or wherever and the end game for you is meeting Mr. or Miss Wonderful, then you're missing out on the whole evening. I always suggest, you know, don't make that be the end game. Figure out what it is that you love to do and go and do that and be happy and you will radiate that and you will attract somebody who sees how happy and wonderful you are and says, I want to know them better. And that's, you know, but it's, it's not sitting at home and watching TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, for, um, for, th- for jobs, I guess it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's what you need to know. Right. Um, people do ask about their careers a lot, especially nowadays. It seems like, uh, there's a lot of questions out there. Am I going to have a job in, you know, three months or whatever? Um, and a lot of times the, the guys will come through and say there's a new opportunity coming. There's a new job coming, you know, just um, – and, and you have to remember that your spirit guides are working on the other side, putting things into place. It's like putting together a puzzle. And so it's going to come to you at the right time. So be patient, and that's hard. Nobody's patient. <laughs> Yeah, we all we all we we want it right now. We don't know what we want, but we want it right now. And it's you know it's the same thing like looking for love. You have to you have to be engaged, and you have to okay. If you want a new job, if you're not happy where you are and you want a new job, you have to figure out well what is it that I want? Because otherwise you're just going to get another crappy job like the one you have, or you're not going to get anything. You have to figure out what it is you want, and you have to take some steps. You don't just wait for um, you know, you don't just say, okay, I want a job. I'm going to sit at home and the phone is going to ring and somebody's going to call and say, we would like to pay you $50,000 a week. 
to come in. Yeah, to come in and watch TV. Yeah. And that's 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 probably not going to happen. Sorry if I just ruined your Saturday, but um but you have to be you have to be engaged. And you know, and the other thing is, okay, when you're talking about mediumship and you're thinking about relatives that have passed, um and and you want to connect with somebody, but you have these questions about love or jobs, just because, as you said, just because they have passed on to the, the next level, they're not uh, suddenly all-knowing. And you think about the kind of person that they were when they're here. Did they have six marriages? Were they constantly out of work? Is that the person you want love or job advice from? I mean, you know, it's... You have to, Probably not. No. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have to think of that. Um, I do. Um, there are a bunch of people call it, and I want to take some calls in just a sec. But um, I, I, I like to ask, and I talked to Georgia about this the first time she was on. Um, with with mediumship, is this something that has been uh, a part of you your whole life? Did you come into it at a certain point? How did it work for you? Um, I remember back till I was two years old, my first experience, and I know that sounds odd, but I remember um, being in my little fleece footsie pajamas and going down the back porch and to play with my little dog, and I remember the, um, uh, like a white mist, kind of, that's all I can explain, surrounding me, and there was a stillness, and uh, it's like time stood still. And I felt communication from something that I didn't see. And throughout when I was a young child, my clear audience abilities were very heightened. And I heard messages all the time. And I didn't always listen to them, but, <laughs> but I did hear them. Um, as a teenager, I actually got a little afraid of it because as a child, I thought everybody had that. When I found out that they didn't, it kind of spooked me. And I kept going, go away, go away, go away. And then one day, they did. And then I thought about it, and I felt very lonely. And um, I realized that everything they had told me uh, was for my benefit. There was nothing bad, and there was nothing for me to be afraid of. So I um, worked hard to to open that door again. I took a lot of um, um, mediumship development classes to try to get that door back open. Um, so... It has been with me since I was, I guess, born. <laughs> I don't remember past the two years old. But, um, you know, it makes me happy. It's it's part of of who I am. And I, I think walking to your life connected with spirit is it, very rewarding. And it's very, um, I think I like, that's why I like doing this, is because connecting someone with someone that's passed and giving them some relief to know that they're okay, um, and um, it, it feels good. And there's, um, I have so much respect for everybody that that does this because there's also a huge responsibility to it. And um, you know, we get we get a little desensitized to that because there's so much reality TV with um, the Long Island medium and 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 others who um, and 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 I try to say this every time this comes up. Those reality shows are are entertaining, but they're, they're, they, they are fast and loose with the term reality. If you look at the end of the show, and this is your big clue, and you see in the credits a lot of writers 
if it was a real thing that was going on, you wouldn't need that many writers. But it's it's all scripted out and it's entertainment. And that's just something to keep in mind because they want you to watch. And I'm not telling you not to watch them. If you're entertained by them, that's what they're for. But that's not how it works. Um, and um, And the other thing that I think there's a big misconception about is that this isn't the same for everybody who's, who's a medium. There are, and a lot of times, um, I guess it's just part of being human that we want things to fit in a nice little box. And if, okay, if you're a medium, then it works like this. And, and it's not the case. Um, we're all, we're all different. So naturally spirituality would be different for everybody. And, um, so I'm just curious, uh, you had, uh, you said when, when you were little, you had seen this mist. Do you still, do you see Yes, but I see through, and this is hard to explain, I see through my clear sentient abilities, um, which means that when I look at you, I will see that someone has brown hair, but I'm feeling that they have brown hair, and I feel that they're a grandmother energy. And, I, and, and people don't understand that it's a lot about blending with um, that other person and like you said about the tv shows you know of course they have to fit it all into a you know half an hour slot um but that doesn't mean that this poor woman walks up and down the boulevard just doing readings it's it's like you said different for everybody we are unique every single person nobody else in the universe like us so therefore every person has their own way now with me and with many people um the spirit world creates a language with you um, through pictures. So um, my picture for um, a birthday or anniversary will be a large bouquet of flowers. But my teacher's picture is a big cake. So it's like things that we know our spirit people work with what we know to develop this language. I'm so, I'm so glad you said that because um, that's one of the things that I struggled with when um, I, I started all this as a skeptic and, um, and the universe loves that. Um, and uh, I have, I have learned a lot, including that I know nothing. There's just so much. But um, when, when I started to realize that all of this was real and um, I, I watched lots of videos and read lots of books and I, I saw many um, gallery uh, events that John Edward does, and he talked a lot about flowers because that was his language. So, as, as you said, and I thought, oh, I'm screwed because I don't know anything about flowers. They're going to show me flowers, and I don't know what it means. And 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 that's not that's how it works for him, but not music is a thing for me. So, um, spirit likes to use whatever is in your head. Um, I like to say that uh, your, your, your head is like, it's a, like a giant card catalog, if anybody remembers what those are. And spirit rifles through those very fast and pulls out the cards for the things that you know and will mean something to you. Um, one of the examples I like to use is that there was a song by Johnny Cash in the, uh, in the 70s called One Piece at a Time. And it was a, so- it was a story song about a guy who worked at a... Um, at a car manufacturing plant and was stealing one piece of a car 
from the planet at the time because he wanted to build a Cadillac. And he ended up building some kind of Frankenstein monster of a car. And, uh, and he got arrested and charged with all kinds of things. And that song, now if that song was to come through, if I started to get that in my head, I would not believe that that means um, the spirit is warning you about embezzling. Um, which seems like the obvious thing. But for me, that song instantly evokes the memory of sitting in the front seat of the car with my dad waiting for my mom to come out of the store because it was a hit on the radio and we always heard it. So that's what that means to me. And that's if that song came up, that's what that would mean. That's my that's my language. That's my frame of reference. But it's different for everyone because I could also tell you that and Johnny Cash could mean something different for you. And that's OK, too. Um, it's it, it's it just sometimes um, and that's the thing with a lot of people mistake when they're getting any kind of readings that what the reader says may be the trigger that you need for whatever it is that you need to know. And it may not be the exact same thing that the reader says that doesn't make them wrong, but that's the way that spirit needed to work it so that you would know it. And I'm sure that comes up for you all the time. A lot of times people say, well, well, you know everything. And I'll, no, I don't. I don't know everything. And and they'll they'll ask why on TV. Why will mediums ask or psychics ask questions? I mean, don't they know? And the thing of it is, is you're getting a picture, and you're trying to decipher this picture using and blending with the person in front of you's energy to try to make sense of it for them. So sometimes you have to ask questions to make sure you're going down the right alley. And it's, and it's important if you are getting a reading to respond to your reader with, yes, that's correct, or no, I, I can't place it right now. Um, sometimes we, the people will get what we call psychic amnesia. And, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll say something like, oh, I'm getting the name Sarah. And on the person's like, I don't know, Sarah. I, I don't know anybody named Sarah. And he's, no, I'm still getting the name Sarah. And then maybe 10 minutes later, they'll go, oh, well, my name's Sarah. <laughs> so so it, it happens all the time, you know. So uh, um, it, it's just important that you be open-minded when you come in. Um, let your energy blend because that's the key. The psychic is, or the medium is only as good as your energy allows them to be. It's a, it's a it's a combination. Yeah, I know. Um, the first reading that I did uh, when I started doing readings here at Mystic Isle, um, a very nice woman came in and sat in the chair and said she needed help about a decision. And that's all she would give me. And anything I got, anything I said was wrong. And she just stood there. She, she just sat there not saying anything. And you really have to be a part of it. Um, it, it shouldn't be a game of 20 questions. Well, for one thing, you're paying for a certain amount of time. You don't want to waste time. It's not like we can sit here for four hours and just visit. So if you come with, I'd like, uh, I'd, I would like to know something about my job. It's, it's a specific area, and it's more help to the, to the medium or the psychic to, to have something defined. But if you just sit there and go, okay, well, just, Whatever, like this, this lady did to you, you know, it, it's too broad of a, an area. 
It's just to, you know, tell me. It's like, what? <laughs> About what? You know, at least we need to know a direction to go in. You know, if we're going to talk to our guides, we have to ask them a question, you know. So, be specific, you know. Yeah, when when faced with that, I will frequently, uh, if if I'm not getting anything from whoever wants the reading, I will say, well, what is it that they need to know? And a lot of times they don't want to know what they exactly. need to know. Exactly. Yes, that happens a lot. And and I've had people say, well, I don't want to talk to him. And it's like, well, there's a message that has to come through for you that's important. No, I want to talk to my mother. Well, it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's like you, you, the people who need to talk to you, the message you need to hear, it's going to come through. You know, so um, you you have to be a little more open mind to that. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple of people hanging on the phone and I want to grab uh, these calls real quick. If that's okay with you. Um, let's see. Hi, thanks so much for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi, my name is Dee. Hi Dee. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from North Carolina. Okay. And you have a, a question for Loretta? Um, do I kind of go narrow it down specific what what I'm the question? Because um, the question is about a spiritual connection uh, partner for me, and um, kind of go along with the love. <laughs> um, so I didn't know if I need to be more specific in what I need to ask. Um, let me let me see if I can uh, get. Uh, sort of narrow down your question you're you're looking for you're looking for love and you want it to be uh a spiritual connection as well yes okay does that does that make does that make sense laura yeah i'm having a hard time hearing through here but thank you for repeating oh, okay can you hear um me? yeah okay it's it's d d from north carolina right yes yes it is yeah. Hi, B. Um, I guess the first Hi. thing I, I have to ask you is, with you wanting someone with a spiritual connection, um, do you go to any church of, of any kind? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. Um, okay. So so there, right there would be a good place to start. Um, you're, right. you're going to... Pardon? Yes, right. She she just agreed with you. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm, yes. I'm having trouble hearing out of my headset. Um, check check what kind of activities go on at your church, and I would join them. Um, that way, you uh-huh. are going to a location where there's men who are also like minded spiritually. Um, is it possible for you to find love that is spiritual? Yes, it is. Um, Oh, I want you to to pay attention to um, how you're feeling about what kind of person you want to connect with. And I'm not talking about I want him to have brown curly hair and I want him to have, you know, be six to five. What you're looking for, the inner person, the, the type of person that would connect well with you. And, and I think a lot of times we are... Um, blinded by the outside what a person looks like instead of what type of person are they and if you're looking for a spiritual connection spiritual connection has very little to do with what they look on the outside 
It's it's their mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. so I, I would look in that direction. I'm not saying you wouldn't find a spiritual person at a bar, but I'm just saying you're more likely to find one <laughs> at, at your church or a church group. Or, you know, even if it's not your church, there's a lot of groups out there that you can join. Right, right. And I have tried some of them options before, and the only problem with my church is my small church is not many men, and they all, pretty much they're married couples that come to my church. But I do expand myself. I travel a lot, and I meet different people all over the place. Um, But, you know, I haven't been spiritually connected to them. Um, I'm very, I get attracted. Men talk to me, but some of them, like just not feeling the spirituality of them. D, um, l- let me ask you, um, there's there's certainly a difference between uh, being spiritual and being religious. Um, it is. And, and uh, I think for, for clarity's sake, we're, uh, are you looking for somebody who shares your religious beliefs and faiths, or are you looking for something that's, um, that's more uh, spiritually fulfilling, like a lot of the things that we talk about on this show? Um, yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Okay. More so spiritual more, more, than religion. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there a... Um, um, and forgive me for hopping in here, Loretta. Um, one of the things that, that I always suggest is um, there's a, a great website called meetup.com. Are you familiar with this? Uh, I think I heard of it, but I've never been Okay. It. It's, it's free, and I don't make any money from mentioning them. Um, what <laughs> Meetup does is it's a place um, where people do different events, and you can you sign up for free, and then you search for things in your area that you're interested mm-hmm. in. So you could type in metaphysics, you could type in spirituality, you could type in tarot, paranormal, uh, mediumship, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're interested in, and you will find people who get together to talk about those or to do readings or, you know, whatever it is. But you could, but it's a great way to find people who have that kind of interest. It's not a dating Mm -hmm. site, so don't join it thinking that this is, you know, like I was I was talking about before, that this is the end game, that I'll join this right. and I'll go to something and I'll find Mr. Right. This is about exploring the, the spiritual side of you um, and your interests and doing something that is important to you, that touches your heart. And when you do that, you will attract what it is, somebody who shares that with you. And it may not happen at the first event that you go to. Um, it may not happen at the 10th one, but you will be doing something that feeds that part of you. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes a okay. lot of sense. Okay. But Thank once you. you start doing, you're welcome, once you start doing those kinds of things, that puts you in those circles where where a person, where, where a guy who shares those kind of interests is more likely to find you. Right. Okay? Yes. Okay. Well, hope that helps. Laura, did you want to add anything? Yes, did. You said it all. Okay. All right. All right, Dee, thank you so much for calling. I hope that helps, okay. and I wish you lots of luck. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Hi. Whoops. Hi. Thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? 
Hi, if you're calling from area code 630, this is you. Okay. Maybe it's not you. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi, Sarah's Maria. Rosemaria, where are you calling from? Uh, New Jersey. And uh, do you have a question for Loretta? Sure. Um, I am kind of sort of working off and on, but whenever they call, and I was worrying about a relationship with working together with overseas and when that's going to communicate and get going, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, it's Rosemaria, and I'm, I'm having to repeat this because uh, Loretta's having a little difficulty hearing from the no headphones, problem. and uh, and I can't take everything apart while the show's on, or it'll go <laughs> kablooey. So it's it's Rosemaria in New Jersey, and Rosemaria, please uh, correct me if I get any of this wrong, um, but she's wondering about a relationship that uh, a long distance one overseas, and if um, I guess if uh, are you looking for messages about that? Yeah, messages or anything that okay. the hold up. <laughs> um, messages. Um, she's she's concerned this this is a long distance relationship with someone overseas. She's in New Jersey, and there's a, a hold up. The relationships that doesn't seem to be moving forward, and she's wondering if you have uh, if you're getting any messages for her about that. Um, this might sound a little odd, but could you could you give me uh, pick pick a color? White. Pardon? White. White, did you say? Yep, white. Okay. So white white is the color of the God consciousness. And um, the fact that you are choosing that color right now is saying that this particular uh, situation with this relationship is part of the plan that you chose before you came to this lifetime. And before we come to this lifetime, we decide what we want our soul to learn, um, to move our body toward enlightenment, or our soul toward enlightenment, excuse me. And this is one of those things. What are you learning from this long-distance relationship? And I'm not just saying that you're sad because they're not here. I mean, what, about, what are you learning about yourself? Are you learning patience? Are you learning understanding? What is it you are learning from this? Um, Long-distance relationships are very, very difficult. Um, there's a lot of distraction going on. Um, I, I just feel like there's, there's uh, the energy coming is, a lot, is very jagged, um, and what that means to me is that it's not focused. Um, on on your relationship together, um, I, I kind of see a difficult time with that. Is 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 communication difficult that you can't reach that person? Um, I know he has a lot of issues going on, and I just came home and he's kind of annoyed with me that I left, left. <laughs> back seven months ago. I'm sorry, can you say that again? Sure. Um, I just came back. I know he has a lot of things going on business-wise, getting himself situated, getting me situated, so it's like a little hard for him to communicate with me. He gets upset, if that makes sense. Uh, she says that there are a lot of things that are um, that that both of them are 
going through um, business-wise that he's getting that he, that most of his attention is focused on getting set up. Okay, so that makes sense for the jagged, the jagged energy. Um, it's it's really important right now, even though you both are distracted, to still keep some type of contact, even if even if it's something as small as as sending a card and saying, "Oh, I was just thinking about you today," and and wishing you were here. Something physical that could go to that person um, that they can look at on their counter or on their mantle or whatever and and be reminded of you um that kind of energy is very helpful um to keep the relationship together um it sounds like things are a little stressful at the moment with both of you doing what you need to be doing and sometimes we need our our partner to to help calm us down but when you speak to that person don't talk about all the stressful things that are going on because that's, that's not what is needed for both of you. Talk about something that you saw that was beautiful that day or, or uh, you know, at the end of the day, think of five wonderful things that happened to you and the next time you talk to them, talk about that. Don't talk about how everything is too hard and too stressful. That, that, that doesn't help a relationship that's long distance or even short distance. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. So I got to do that for him. Got it. Okay, and and uh, I I think sending the card is great. Don't let this become something that you want to just reach out on social media and poke him, and and think that that's enough, um, because it, the social media is just a distraction, and it means so much more if he has a card from you, like Loretta was saying. If he has a card from you, that's on his mantle on his counter on his desk wherever it is that he has that's something real that he can look at um just a a little poke through social media is is it's like a fly landing and then it goes away because social media is just a a a rushing river and it okay does that make sense right yeah okay okay all right rosemaria thank you so much for calling us thanks thanks thank you Bye-bye. Um, if the, the show sounds a little different today, we are broadcasting live from Mystic Isle in La Mesa, California. Um, today is the Psychic Fair, and there are discounted rates on readings all day long. So if you're in the greater San Diego area, come on by. If you're not, uh, phone readings are, are available wherever you are in the whole wide world. Um, so you can call... Uh, at 619-465-3005 and Joanne will let you know who is available so you can get a reading right then when you call or if there's a specific kind of reading like if you want to talk to Loretta about mediumship or if you want a card reading from Georgia or um, if, if you want uh, there's a bunch of different kinds of readings that you can get. Joanne will fill you in on who's here and who's available and what different kinds of readings that there are. Um, if you are in the greater San Diego area, she can get you directions if you don't know where we are. So you can come on by. We're here till 6 um, Pacific. And um, um, it, isn't there something else that you um, that you offer here besides, besides uh, and I hate to say besides just mediumship, because that's a big thing. But there's something else that you do as well. Um, yeah, um, I do aura photography, um, which is fascinating. I, I love it because... Uh, 
don't worry, we won't electrocute you, but you would put your hand um, on a monitor and it and it reads it and prints a picture of your aura. Um, people ask a lot of times, well, I had this done three years ago. Is it going to be the same? No, it, it won't be the same because whatever you are thinking about or feeling is going to come through at that time. Um, I always find it really um, incredible when I get a spirit imprint on on the, the picture and, and it's like another layer that will show an outline of something. Um, uh, sometimes there's a baby, sometimes there's um, a blanket around them that their grandmother put around them. And um, so it's very fascinating to see. And um, I'm an artist and so I got really involved with color. And so it just kind of, kind of blends with who I am and what I know and so I really um, I enjoy doing that and uh, we first take your picture um, I give you a reading from your picture and also um, a reading from other colors so it's a it's fun and it's interesting yeah very cool and uh, so um, aura photography is something else that's available to you obviously not over the phone but um, (laughs) but if you can come in here today and Unfortunately, oh. unfortunately, I had a glitch with my printer, so we won't be doing or photography today. But usually that is available on Psychic Fair Days. And um, I'm here every Sunday from 12 to 4 as well doing or photography. Probably not tomorrow because the printer has not come in yet. <laughs> okay. So um, so because uh, it sounds very cool. And I've seen some of the pictures um, from the previous psychic fairs, and, and it is really neat. Um, so if, if that sounds like something that you would want, um, again, the number is 619-465-3005. Joanne can get you down in the book um, to make an appointment for uh, the next time that Loretta will be here, hopefully with everything working right. Um, for those who don't know, can you talk a little bit more about how aura photography works, um, whether it's the mechanics of it and also the, the psychic part of it? Um, it's kind of half and half. You're, you're getting a uh, reading from um, the machine, all right? It, it, it's like a biofeedback machine. Um, but then I give you a reading from the picture itself um, that's not connected with that. So it's kind of like you're getting a reading and you're getting, and you're getting this photo you can take with it. So um, the, the photo will show evidence of your spirit guide sometimes it'll show maybe your grandma and grandpa's energy orb uh, it'll show a child that maybe was um, miscarried that is still around the person um, there, there's a lot in that one little picture and um, uh, and also the actual color it says what what it is about you right now in your life you know is there a healing situation going on is there um Maybe if you have a lot of red in your picture, that has to do with your human emotions. So maybe there's a lot of anxiety or there's a lot of compassion or, you know, so um, a lot is with those colors. And you might find even when you get up in the morning, you're drawn toward a certain color and it's because your body needs the energy of that color for your day. Yeah, it's very interesting that you say that. And and I hope this doesn't stray too much off topic. Um, my favorite color is red. And um, I went to NC State University in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, His colors are red and white. My favorite baseball team since I was a kid was the Cincinnati Reds. 
um, even though I'm still here, I, I've moved here to San Diego and been here for quite a while now. Um, and I, I do like the home team, but I'm still torn because I was always a Reds fan. I worked at a radio station in Cincinnati that, uh, and I lived a few blocks from the stadium. I mean, it was a, it was a, a, a quite a man dream to be able to do that, to walk to the games. But so red is always, um, I don't know if it's always, but for a very long time has been one of my favorite colors. I have many shirts that are red. And um, I was talking to someone a couple of years ago, uh, probably more than a couple, as I started to go through a lot of psychic development and um, happened to have a red shirt on. And she made the comment that it was about um, anger that I needed to release and all of these negative things that, that had that connotation. And I just thought red never feels angry to me. Red is something that I, I really like. Big Christmas fan and the colors are red and green. So um, I'm just curious if I had a, a picture done and there was a lot of red in it, would the fact that I that that means so many good things for me would that have an impact or is it just something that's just nasty there's no such thing as a nasty color okay a lot of times people freak out with black black is a fabulous color black is the color of new opportunities and new beginnings so when I see black I get excited like oh boy what's gonna come you know red is about your humanness but in our humanness, we have all kinds of feelings. We, we do have grief, but we also have passion and excitement. So it's about all of those things. It just means that um, you are experiencing your human side because we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So when I see red, it tells me that this person is very into your sports, your, you know, activity. Um, you see red a lot with young um, teenage because that's where their body is right now and their mind is. It's all action and, you know, go, 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 go. And that's red. So please don't think you're negative because <laughs> that's not always the case. There might be little bits here and there, you know, but that's because we're human beings. But there's no such thing as a negative color, no. I think, and, and you know, that's, do you read tarot? You know, um, not very much. I did take a course in it, but the cards that I read are soul cards, and they're, they are just intuitive cards. So the pictures mean something different every time. There's no book that says this means this or this means that. It works well with my mediumship because it, it helps me get messages. But you're familiar with the tower card? I am. I am. It's, uh, to me, that's, it's the, kind of the same thing. People see the tower card if you know anything about tarot. Or if you actually, actually, it's more if you know just a little about tarot and you see the tower card and you freak out, oh, God, the house is coming down. Everything is ruined. And that's not what it means. There's not, you know, it's just the same. I just don't feel like there's a bad card. There's not a negative card in the tarot deck. It's it's how you interpret it. Um, And uh, for a lot of people, change is negative. Uh, They fear that. Um, But it's the same thing. If the tower card comes up, it's not. You know, it does. It doesn't mean everything's ruined. It doesn't mean everything is horrible. Um, it's it, and to me that feels like the same thing when you're talking about red. Yeah, definitely. Um, the the tarot deck with the colors are beautiful. One of the first exercises when I was learning them um, was that we had to make a grid and what this color felt like to us, not 
you know, not like blue is cold. It was more like, what, what emotion does that bring with you? And we had to make a whole chart of that. And so when you're reading the tarot, a lot has to do with the colors that are in the card. Um, the pictures are kind of like, to me, like dreams, because dreams are never what they really are about. And so the reader is going to read those cards and, and see what they're feeling also from this picture. How does that work with you? How does that blend with you? So, um, yes, definitely. Long story short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think for a lot of people starting out, if, they, if, they're, if they're interested in they hear a little bit about tarot and they're interested in it, and then they see there's 78 cards. And there's different suits and there's major arcana and minor arcana. And there's so much to learn that it can be overwhelming. And, and some of the problem that I've come across with people who are, who are getting into tarot is that they want to use textbook definitions for each card. And, 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 you know, as we keep saying, that's not how it works. Um, And, and that was, that was certainly, I'm a Virgo. So I like to have all the, you know, to know everything and have it organized. And I thought, Tarot, this is great. It's, it's lots to learn, but there's a pattern and there's different. Okay. And I got it. And it's not, you know, it's not, it's not how it works. It's different for everybody. And, and the cards, you know, just like you're talking about the, the, the pictures for aura photography, it, it depends on the deck you use. You turn over the card and you see what it, what there's on there. And certainly, okay, it's the tower. And, uh, but, what does that particular deck look like? What does the tower look like? Um, I have a music deck uh, that I made, and they're all singers and bands and songs. And in my deck, the tower card is Frank Sinatra, That's Life. And I just feel like, you know, that's it. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. If you can deal with that, you're going to be fine. Uh, but that's just how it is, and that's kind of how the, the tower is. It means that sometimes to make, to move forward, you got to tear down what's here now. And it doesn't have to be horrible and painful and bad and negative. Um, if you view it that way, that's what it'll be. But it's just like if you see, I'm guessing it's just like if you see red or black or something like that in your picture and you decide that it's something bad, you'll make it something bad. Right. You know, we don't realize how powerful um, our thoughts are. We don't realize that we really do manifest our lives, and we do that with our thoughts. And um, be careful what you think. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it truly. Um, uh, I recently had an experience where I wanted to make some physical changes in at my workplace, and I I went to ask for um, finances to hopefully do one thing. I had about 10 things on there. And, you know, of course, uh, the money wasn't there at that time, but I kept thinking about it. And about three months after that, a workman uh, stepped on a water pipe and the whole place was flooded. And so I got everything remodeled. (laughs) Did I manifest that? Yeah, I feel like I did. I I certainly didn't pay off the guy who stepped on the, the pipe, you know. So I felt like my thoughts brought that out. And now I have a nice, beautiful new place. At, you know, <laughs> manifestation is—it's—it's it's a funny thing. The um, the uh, the book, The Secret, and the little video that went with it were really popular when they burst on the scene ten or fifteen years ago. Um, but I think part of the problem is that that people have with it is that they look at that and they go, "Okay, 
I'm going to make a vision board or a Pinterest board or whatever and put the things I want on it. And then I'm going to wait and Santa's going to come up and bring them. And when it doesn't happen, they think, you know what, this is a crock. This doesn't work. None of this works. And it's just, you know, I keep saying this over and over. It doesn't work that way. Um, it's just like when we were talking about love or finding a job. You have to live your life. You have to do things. You can't just say, I want a million dollars. I want a great car. I want a beautiful house. And then see a picture and go, that's, that's what I want. And then the next day you don't have it. It's not, oh, this didn't work. There's more to manifesting than that. I mean, putting a picture up that you see is helpful because it keeps you focused on what it is you want. Um, But, you know, you have to come and and play the game. You have to, you know, make an effort. You can't say I want to have lots of money and then sit and do nothing. You know, what is it you enjoy doing? Make that something that's going to make you have the opportunity to make that money Um, because it's about you. You know, you, 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 you have to do the work. And um, and I think that was very true with that with that book. You know, it, it, not saying the book wasn't good; it was great, and it and really brought to light to people that they they can manifest. But I don't think they know how. And and I, you know, just like Ken said, just making a vision board it isn't going to do it. Right. It's like I have to do some work to get that. You know, I think some of, well, part of the problem that. Um a pitfall that, that people come into uh, with with this kind of stuff, especially with the secret, is that they make their little vision board and it's at their desk near their computer or it's a Pinterest board or whatever it is that they see it. But because it doesn't happen fast enough, it becomes almost reverse manifestation. It, it's, it's that you see that magnificent house and instead of your reaction being, that makes me happy, I'm going to have that. I can see myself living in it. What what happens is you see it and you go, I'm never going to be able to get that. I'm not good enough. It's never going to happen for me. And it becomes that sort of reminder. And that's what you think and feel when you start to see it. And instead of you're sending out into the universe, the, um, the energy that that's what you want, that that's what you deserve, that that's what makes you happy. What you're sending out is that you're never going to have it. You're not good enough. And it's just, and it's, and it's doing the opposite thing. And I think that becomes a big problem with, with so much, but that's just an easy example. But I think there's so many things, you know, we talk about love and people think I'm never going to find them. And that's the energy that you put out. I'm never going to have the job that I want. I'm going to be stuck here forever in this horrible job Uh, or worse yet, I'm going to get fired. And you keep putting that out there. And that's what you're attracting. People do that. And, and, you know, the universe is hearing that. And they're saying, oh, well, that's what she wants. You know, she wants to get fired. Okay, let's do that for her. You know, so really you have to be careful what you say and what you think because you make it happen. You make it happen. Um, a lot of times people say, I meet the same person. I meet the same kind of guy. Same thing over and over and over again. Well, guess what? The universe sent this first guy to you for you to learn something, but you didn't learn it. So the universe says, okay, she didn't get it. Let's send another one. And so because you're not getting it, 
the universe says, well, there's a lesson learned here. There's the, you're in school. You didn't get it. We need to keep sending it to you so you do get it. Um, so if this is happening to you, take a step back and say, what is it that I'm learning? Or what is it that I'm not learning? You know, because once you figure it out, then that goes away. They're going to send you somebody else. And it'll be much better for you. And you're much better because you learn something about yourself. One of the things I like to say is that worrying is like praying for something you don't want. Mm -hmm. And it really can. And and I know it's very easy for me to say. And I'm certainly guilty of doing that. I'm human. And sometimes it's hard not to. But, um, But if you put that in your head somewhere, when you start to feel that, when you start to feel that you aren't good enough, you're not going to have what you want. Um, When you start to feel that, you can recognize it and push it away. And it doesn't mean to be some kind of Pollyanna who doesn't see what's real and you're just living in your own la-la land, but it means that you you have to figure out a way to love yourself and know that you do deserve and the universe wants you to have all kinds of wonderful things, everything that you want. You are good enough. And that's what you need to remember. And it doesn't, it's not an ego thing. It's not, yeah, I do. I deserve the best. You do deserve the best. It doesn't mean you need to be a cocky jerk about it, but you do, you do deserve the best and the universe wants you to have that. And that's something you need to keep in your head. And sometimes it's hard. I know it is. Sometimes it's tough. Um, but if, if you can, but that's the secret. When you feel this negative stuff coming, send it packing and think about the positive things. That is the house I'm going to have. I love that. It makes me happy. If I'm not going to have that exact house, it's going to be even better. That's what you need to, to think. You don't need to think, you don't need to be overwhelmed by the steps. I need that house. God, my credit is terrible. I can barely afford the rent where I live now on and on and on. I'm with you and I've lived that and I'm, sometimes still living that, but, but that's not going to help you any. Um, you don't need to focus on the minutia of the steps, just that that's what you want. I'm ready. I want that. I deserve that. That will make me happy. That's what the universe wants to hear. And then the universe can, can step in and get you going, get you on the right path but you have to get rid of the negative things. And that's true whether it's about wanting a house or whether it's about a relationship or about finding a job or whatever it is that you're trying to, to focus on. And I know we're getting way off track here, but um, it, yeah, it certainly is easy to do. Um, you're listening to uh, Psychic Tapestry. We're live from the Psychic Fair at Mystic Isle in La Mesa, California. Uh, the number here is 619-465-3005. Uh, discounted readings all day long. If you're in the um, greater San Diego area, um, come on by and see us in person. If, uh, if you're not, you can call that number I just gave you from wherever you are in the whole wide world and, uh, and get a reading. Joanne will tell you who's here, who's available. And, um, and if whoever you want to talk to is with someone, uh, she can um, schedule an appointment for you. If you're interested in coming by for aura photography, maybe a week or so, um, Loretta will be able to help you with that. We're talking to um, Loretta Schmidt, who's a medium. And uh, um, what, so as a medium, um, when you get when you give a reading here, and I know we said before they're not all the same, but um, if I came to you 
and um, and and I guess um, what do I need to know? That kind of thing. Um, well, how does it how does it work for you? And if you get something, I'm okay with whatever you have to say. I'm not trying to to squeeze a reading out of you. But um, if somebody comes and and okay, and they book a a, a reading with you, um, first of all, is it thirty minutes, twenty minutes, an hour? It's it's up to the client what what they would like to do. Um, sometimes people will say, um, I'll take twenty minutes, but if we go over, it's okay. So you know, it's that is your decision what what you want. Um, if some sometimes people come with questions and sometimes they don't, they just want to know what's going on, and um, I usually will will do a color spread where um, I connect with their energy, and that's a big part of being a medium is con- connecting with that energy um, because that's how you you get more information. You're also trying to raise your vibration to meet with the spirit world, so. Um, a lot of times, you know, it's exhausting because you're on that constant high vibration. Um, so if someone comes in and, and just says, I just don't, I just want a reading, I don't know. Then you just you have them pick, I'll have them pick four cards. We'll see what the cards have to say. That might trigger something. Oh, yeah, I think I would like to know about this. Or in the middle of it, you know, Uncle Ben might show up. And Uncle Ben was a lawyer, and he's got his briefcase. And, you know, are you going to be signing any legal papers soon? Um, yes, I am. We're selling our house, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then another message maybe from Uncle Ben is, you know, please make sure you read the what, because something's not quite right with your paperwork. Or, um, you know, something like that, it, in, it'll kind of build that way. And then all of a sudden, Uncle Ben's dog will come in that you loved. with. So it's like people pop in and out. And um, there are times people will ask me about their health. You know, I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you what to do. You know, and the first thing will be, go to your doctor. Well, I have, but I don't know, should I take these pills or not? Okay, I'm not a doctor. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you not to take your pills or to take your pills because that's not what I do. And um, you have to, as a medium, be ethical and you have to be responsible and you definitely, you know, just because someone will say, you know, um, I'll tell them, I have a grandmother energy coming through for you and they'll, you know, give some, oh no, no, I can't be because I didn't, I just didn't know my grandma. Well, but your grandma knows you. People show up back to caveman time. They don't, you know, you're not aware of them, but they come in and check on their loved ones and their family all the time. So you're going to get messages from them as well, even though they don't know you. Um, people will ask, how come it seems like all the spirit guides are Native American or Tibetan monks or, you know, they're, they're not always, but a good deal of them are. And it's because they were very spiritual people and very connected to the earth and have an understanding of 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 God, of spirit life, that, that type of thing, whatever you want to call it. But the thing of it is, is they are asked once they go to the other side, would you like to, to help? And they say yes. And so they come back and, you know, you might not have any connection in this lifetime to uh, a Navajo Indian, uh, American Indian, that, but maybe in a past lifetime you did. And there's this bond, and so they're there to help you. 
So it, it's kind of interesting things that pop in and out. Um, and as a medium, you just have to give the picture, even though it makes no sense whatsoever to you. Um, one time I saw a parakeet, and I was thinking, oh, my goodness, what does that have to do with anything? And the gentleman happened to be a writer, and he was concerned about his work, which I didn't know he was a writer at the time. And I said, well, I don't know. They're showing me a parakeet. I don't know what that has to do with you writing a book, but that's what I see. And he says, oh, my parakeet is in a cage right over the desk that I write my book. So what means something to them doesn't necessarily mean to you. So you just have to give whatever it is that you see, whether it makes any sense at all to you. Yeah, I had, um, that I alluded to before, I get songs. And I had somebody who called, um, I think it was our love show, um, a few weeks ago. And... Um, and they were asking about a job, I think. But what I was getting was um, a song by Neil Diamond called Shiloh, mm-hmm. which is about a dog. And it, it, and I had to interrupt. And I said, did, did you lose a, a, a pet recently? And they had. They had lost a dog. And I said, I think this means they want you to know they love you and they're fine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and what a wonderful message that is. Um, and I, I get that. That certainly sounds generic, but if you lost a pet, that's what you want to hear. Um, On the other side, for somebody who has never had um, a mediumship reading and they're, they're listening to some of, uh, they're listening to what you've been saying. um, I I know. And and since I was a skeptic, I know I certainly would have thought, okay, what does somebody who died from the plague in the 13th century have to tell me about my life 700 years later? Um, they might even come back to tell you you need to eat more fruit. I mean, it's something that simple like that. There, there are times that you get this image, and then all of a sudden um, you see fruit being juggled around them, and they have their diets off, and it's something that simple. <laughs> it's, it's not mind-blowing. But and they'll go, oh, yeah, I haven't been eating any vegetables or fruit. Okay, well, your, your ancestors... Wants you to improve your health, and it's that it's that simple. It's nothing mind blowing. Yeah, it's um, and I use that as an example because my my primary guide is we were brothers that died of the plague in the 1300s. Um, but I I know that sounds um, well a lot of this to to people who have never listened to this kind of thing. It sounds nuts yeah. that that you would have a guide um, centuries old lifetimes ago who would come through who would have something relevant to say about your life in the 21st century and how egotistical that you would think that they wouldn't have anything in the first place because they've you know it's not like they went into a way station for 700 years they've been learning stuff too um, probably living more lives and and it's 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 valuable but i can certainly see that you're thinking okay well i wouldn't want I wouldn't want this uncle to advise me on life because he had seven marriages. But what is somebody who seems that far removed and we're not all that far removed? That's the other thing. I mean, I call the show psychic tapestry for a reason. We're all connected, but, um, but it is, it is just fascinating that, um, that, you know, that, that, and, and how wonderful and blessed it is that we have um, spirit who could be, uh, who, who could be, connected to us through so many lifetimes ago mm-hmm. who still loves us and cares enough to come through and say 
eat an apple once in a while. Yeah, I know it sounds kind of odd, but it's important, you know. So um, we are connected, like you said, by love through many, many, many lifetimes. And they care about us. Um, I think the biggest misconception is that, you know, the spirit people are going to come and give you some profound, you know, knowledge. And it really is about connection, a a connection. Um, I personally had a reading that um, uh, they kept seeing some race in Spain. And um, I've never been to Spain. I don't know what it was. And they were saying, oh, this lady looks very royal and very, you know, from a long time ago. And I'm thinking, hmm, I'm Italian. But then I remembered five great-grandmothers ago, my was um, from Spain that there was some duchess or something that had tw- twins that were not her husband, <laughs> and so uh, they brought the children to Italy and they gave the children to two families, and one of them was my great 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 grandmother. So how weird is that? <laughs> so she wanted to make a connection, but that was the only thing I knew about her was that little piece. She was brought from Spain. So that's what they gave me. Well, one of the wonderful things that I have learned through all of this is, is that we aren't alone, which I think is, is, is so great. And if you think about it, um, regardless of, of what your current or recent relationship with your parents is, um, or any of your blood family, if you just think about it, as you go back through the centuries, and and your web gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That's your team. That's your support. Um, and it's and it's it can be overwhelming and in a really great way because you have you have hundreds thousands who love you and support you, and there there's the there and are compassionate and and they understand and they want to help you even if they can't do what it is you need to do because they're not going to step in and do that for you, but, but they're with you and they understand. And the other thing that uh, a lot of people worry about is, okay, they make this connection with a great, great grandfather or uncle or whoever, and then they, and then they screw up. They do something wrong, whether it's breaking a diet, whether it's something worse, um, and they think that whatever they've done is going to ruin that relationship. And it's, it's not, that's a petty human thing, but it's not like that. You know, people uh, don't realize that when you pass to the other side, um, you are not asked um, how many you know, clothes you have or cars you have or what kind of house. It's it's about what have you learned. And the learning is about our interaction with people. And so that is like our main goal, whether we're we're communicating with the other side, it's still a part of that piece. Whether we're um, you know, being kind to people, that's where we get our brownie points is is how we connect with other people, how we help other people, how we listen is huge. Um, so people kind of have it a little mixed up sometimes. You know, that, that's where the value is. Um, what value are you as a person? 
as a friend? Uh, you know, do you um, are you compassionate? Do you listen to to your friends? Do, it, those are where you bring your soul toward enlightenment. Is through the kind of person that you are, not what kind of car you're driving. And I think that's important to know. You know? Yeah, I think that's huge. Um, we have a, a few more people calling in. Um, before we grab these calls, though, and, and for for anybody who's listening, who thought, you know, I, for whatever reason, if if they've had um, what they think is a connection, or if they're just interested in in learning more and seeing if there's some way that they can learn it, um, do you feel like mediumship is something that just about anybody could learn? Um, my my teacher was under the impression that you were born a medium. I don't know. I mean, I, I do know that that the more classes you take, you heighten your abilities. Um, we are all born psychic, that's for sure. Um, so definitely I would take some mediumship development classes. And basically what those are, exercises that you do to, to allow spirit to come. Because the biggest thing as a human being is trust. Trust that those pictures you're seeing, trust that the, the noises or the voices or whatever, trust that that's not you. Because a lot of times people say, oh, I just thought that. It was just me. You've got to get to the point of trust. And when the spirit people see that you are trusting it, they give you more and they start teaching you. Um, so if you're having any kind of experiences, I, I, I really want to emphasize this. Many, many times people will come and the first thing they think is that it's bad. You know, I saw something in my house. It's bad. You know, it was, it was gray. You know, it was black. It was this. It was that. Well, understand that, okay, you're a human being. When you die, you go to the other side. Now, if you're a really great communicator, you're going to be a great communicator back to earth. If you weren't a good communicator, guess what? You're going to have a hard time doing that. Um, and maybe the spirit that's trying to get your attention is not strong enough or evolved enough to to get, or you are not, to, to pick up that energy, anything except for that gray spirit. But it doesn't mean it's bad. It could be your grandma. It's good, you know, one instance was the, the, the kitchen doors were slamming, and this lady was terrified. And turned out that it was her father's house, and she was living in it after he passed. And they were talking about moving. And her father didn't want her to move. And it was her father that was slamming the doors, you know, to get her attention. So don't always go to the dark side. You know, Darth Vader is not, you know, there everywhere. <laughs> but, I mean, um, it's sometimes just the spirit wanting to get attention and that's all they can do that they're able to do to get your attention. So, um, you know, I, I like, I like to say I'm not here to bring you any stress. I, if you come to me, I'm here to inspire you and enhance your life, but I'm not going to be here to be negative because that's not my job. It's not what I do. I know for, um, for anybody who's thinking about starting out when uh, when things started to open for me, um, I worried that I was nuts. 
And the other thing is that um, it's hard to to talk to people about it because if you think if you think a dead person is communicating with you, it's not like you can just go to anybody and say, you know, the grandfather I never met who died a few years a few months before I was born uh, just stopped by, and uh, who who can you tell that to? It, you know, it's uh, there's so it it's it's really difficult. And then you add to that popular culture with what we see in movies and what we see on TV. And the expectation is, well, if my grandfather was really talking to me, I would see him floating above my bed. I would get the disembodied voices telling me things and I'm not hearing any of that. I'm seeing pictures in my head or in my mind's ear. Somehow I'm hearing things, but it's not, you know, it's not not what I see on TV, so it's it's really tough. And I would encourage anybody who's listening to if if you're here in San Diego, you're at Mystic Isle because I'm sure there's somebody here who can help you. Um, and, uh, and and need. I mean, let me back up a minute. Not not that you're in some kind of trouble and you need you know like this is a, a psychiatric ward and we can help you, um, but uh, help you in a sense of. of finding your way um, and, and figuring out um, how to, how to deal with it, how to, how to live with it, how to learn about it. Um, If you're not here, um, call us up and uh, maybe we can connect you with somebody or maybe somebody here can, can help you, you through it. Because I know for me, that was, that was really tough. I had a message from my grandfather that uh, was something I really needed to ask my mom about. And I just, and I was like, well, well, I can't call my mom and say, I, I know your dad's been gone for 50 years now, but he wanted me to ask you about something. You know, you can't do that. Um, most people can't. And, um, so it, it is, it is definitely tricky waters to navigate, but, um, but I, I think it's so, uh, it's so important and so amazing. And while I feel like anybody who's motivated enough, who takes the classes, who puts in the work can learn to do this, that doesn't mean that then you can build a website, put up your shingle and start reading for people. But it might mean that you can have some very wonderful, enriching and fulfilling communications with, with your loved ones. And, and, and that, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. It's amazing to be able to, to expand your, um, your peeps, so to speak, you know, it's just, it's, uh, I understand you saying the fear because there was a time I was very fearful to tell people what I, what I did, but I think it's more of who you are. So that's why it, it's so, you know, that passionate feeling about it and you can't really share it because they're going to look at you with that look like, okay, this, this girl's elevator doesn't go all the way to the top, you know? Um, but then I got to a point where it's like, you know what? That's your issue. And so I don't do that anymore. I just say, yes, I'm a medium. And and um, if they give me the look, it's like, oh, well, so sad, you know, for you, you know. But it's like, that's who I am. And that's, that's, uh, I'm proud of it. And it's very fulfilling and very, um, it, it helps my heart. It helps my heart. So, um, you know, that's your deal. If you want to think I'm crazy or whatever, go to it. 
that's all right with me. You know, it's like when they when they find out that either want you to know what the lottery numbers are, and believe me, if I knew what the lottery numbers are, I would play the lottery, but I don't. <laughs> um, or they kind of want are afraid of you, and uh, that's a whole nother uh, situation. And, and even this is a little off topic, but like with relationships, men are afraid. Now, for the most part, it's like what what do you know? <laughs> you know. <laughs> What, do you know everything I'm thinking? Do you know everything I'm, you know? And it's, so it's a little bit scary for them. Oh, yeah. I, um, I've, I've come into a lot of that um, not being a lifelong. And who knows, maybe this was something that I had and just didn't know and had no uh, experience and nobody in my circle to bring it out in development. Um, I've certainly looked back at at different points in my life where certain things happen. And then I was like, okay, this makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it is, it, it certainly is a difficult thing to come into and be able because of um, just because of the way the, the, the popular culture is today. Uh, it is, it is tough to come out of the closet. Um, you have to be prepared. And one of the things now is that, you know, I mentioned that I was a skeptic. I was not a militant skeptic. Um, but the problem is there are some now that are skeptics that it's not enough that they don't believe, but they're mad at you for believing. Mm -hmm. And they think that it's some kind of a scam that you're, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't personally know anyone who does mediumship or any other kind of readings who is living in the lap of luxury. So if, if, if you're thinking that this is all just some kind of get rich money making scheme, um, we're all not doing it right. Yes, um, and the, you know, and you mentioned the lottery um, and that's certainly a, um, uh, that comes up often. Um, we don't get uh, callers now who are cranks who just want the winning lottery numbers. But the, the thing that um, I sort of figured out about the lottery is that as with the name of the show, we're all connected and everything that you do sends out ripples. And if your life changes by winning $100 million and you think, wow, that's awesome. I'm going to have everything I want. The thing that you have to realize is that it's not just your life that's changing because those ripples go out. And maybe you're going to be a really swell person and give a lot of that money to friends and family. And that's very nice and honorable and charitable and whatever of you. But the thing is, that changes all of their paths because – they're not going to, they're probably not going to keep that job. You give somebody 5 million bucks, they're probably not going to keep going to the drudgery that they had before. Um, so, you know, that, that's something that you have to sort of think about. And while we're not all getting ready to win the lottery, um, real or imagined, um, it's true of anything that you do that it sends out those ripples. So you have to, you have to, think about how you're living your life and the choices you're making. Um, and, um, and coming and talking to a medium to get some guidance on that, I think is a great thing. And if, if you're looking for, if you're looking for a little guidance, I think that's, that's wonderful. And, um, and you give us a call at uh, mystic isle today. It's going to be here till six till six. So you can get a, um, a discounted reading with her. Um, 
in the in the time we've got left, um, we've got a bunch of calls, so I want to grab these and uh, see if we can help out some people. If you can't do, um, or you would like a more detailed reading, because these are going to be kind of mini readings so that we can get to everybody. Um, but uh, you should give the store a call and uh, and book some time with Loretta today. But um, oh, I haven't even checked in the chat room. Um, Oh, somebody said their daughter's name is Shiloh. We were talking about that Neil Diamond song before. How funny. Um, hi to everybody in the chat room. I didn't mean to be ignoring you. Um, but uh, anyway, let's uh, let's grab some calls here. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi there. Uh, my name's Amy. I'm sorry you broke up there at the end. Say it again. What's your uh, name? My name is Jamie. Jamie. Okay. And where are you calling from, Jamie? Ohio. Ohio. Jamie from Ohio. How can Loretta help you today? Um, let me see. Okay, so I have this friend that passed away um, about a year, maybe like a year and a half ago. And I kind of, in meditation one day, I kind of saw her. I don't know if I was, maybe I didn't know from my imagination or what, but I it felt like she was telling me that she's studying to be a guide for me. Is that true? Okay. Let me, um, let me, um, say back to you what I, what I think you're asking. And also, uh, I'll be able to repeat it because Loretta's headphones aren't working so great. Um, okay. but you, um, this is Jamie from Ohio. He had a friend who passed away um, a few years ago. And in meditation, he thinks she came to him and said she was learning to be a guide for him. Um, and he wants to know if this is true or if you get anything from that. Okay. Um, hi, Jamie. And nice to, to talk with you. Um, Hello. Uh, first, I want to applaud you for doing your meditation. And, mm-hmm. and I want you to understand something that when we meditate, our vibration of our body changes and so there are many times that spirit people can reach us when we are in their meditation because we are very calm we're very peaceful there's not cars honking and all this stuff um yes i do believe that your your friend um came through for you um I also want to say to you that I feel like this is going to be happening more often and not just with your friend. Um, I feel like that opened a door for you, um, that you will be able to communicate with spirit more often. Um, and she, The thing of it is, is that she, she can be a guide for you, um, but I don't want you to. I, I I just get this feeling like you want to rely on everything she says, and you don't want to you don't want to take a step without her kind of situation that might come about. Um, you're still you. You're still a human being. You're still on your journey here, um, and your spirit people give you advice. Okay, um, but I've come across some people. It's like they won't make a move unless they hear from spirit, and that's not what we're supposed to be doing. Okay, um, but yes, I do feel like she is coming to be um, helpful in your life. Okay. All right. Mhm. And and I validate something that you said earlier that I would be communicating with spirit more often because I do. I work for uh, Keen dot com, and I don't know if you know it's a 
say for <laughs> advi- psychic advisors and whatnot. But I get mm-hmm. I've been getting more and more calls for people who are asking me about loved ones that have passed on, and so um, and that's the one thing I I hope to use my gifts for. You know, I think it really helps open people's hearts up, and you know, yeah. So I think that's really important. That uh, is that is very important, and uh, and that, that's terrific. I'm so glad to hear you doing that, Jamie. That's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling us today. Okay. Okay. Good luck with everything. Thank you very much. Thanks. You too. Bye bye. Right, bye. Hi. Hi. Thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Uh, my first name is Craig. Clint. Oh, uh, Craig. Craig. I'm sorry. And where are you calling from, Craig? I'm calling from Georgia. From Georgia, and how can Loretta help you today? Uh, yes, uh, recently I applied for uh, two jobs in Vegas. It was a company to work for, but I left, and uh, me and my wife wanted to return back to the region. But I applied for two jobs, and somehow um, when we get the HR, they keep denying my application. I just want to know if there's I can get any insight as to why they're doing that. Uh, okay, um, I think we got our headphone thing figured out, but um, but uh, not until the very end of what you were saying. So, could you repeat that for Loretta? Oh, sure. Um, company I used to work for in Vegas, and the people who I interviewed for wanted to hire me. Um, however, when they got to uh, HR, they keep denying my application, and I just want to know why. Okay, um, she didn't. She didn't get quite all of it, so I'm going to repeat it. And uh, and and Craig, let me know if I get anything wrong. Um, he applied for a job in Vegas, and things seemed to be going along well. But when his application got to HR, it was denied, and he doesn't know sure. why. Is that right? That's true. Okay. So so you were already working, or did you just applied for the job? Okay, and then uh, they said. Uh, I- once it got to I HR. Used, yes, I, I used to work for this company about three years ago, um, and I left and I want to go back, and I uh, was offered two positions, uh, and when it got to HR, it just collapsed, and so I just want to know why HR is doing that. Okay, so uh, when the application got to HR, it was denied, and he wants to know if, if you didn't, you get any message about why it was denied. Well, I know that this has nothing to do with being a medium or psychic, but I know that a lot of companies, um, because I work, my other, my other job, my day job is with a corporation, and um, there are so many applications that come in that it's astounding, and a lot of it is sorted with uh, a computer that people's uh, knowledge and how many years experience, and they're grouped together and then those few people are sent off to the managers or whatever to make uh, uh, a a choice. So uh, it, it could just have to do with they had people that were more experienced or um, that they felt could fit into certain positions that they were at. So I, I wouldn't take it personal because a lot of times up to this point, it's all done on a computer. Nobody's even seen your, your application yet. 
do you get any kind of um, any kind of message for him about this? Um, do you, Do you have a grandmother that's on the other side? Yes. Okay. All right. So I I have this grandmother energy that's coming through, and um, even though I know you wanted this job. Um, there's one that's coming that's better, and she's saying to be patient. Um, I feel like even though this job looked like it would be a good opportunity, um, it it would not have made you happy. I feel like there were um, people problems that that would have made you unhappy. You're you're the next opportunity that's coming is going to be better for you. Uh, you're going to be happier. You're going to be happier in your job place. And, and I think, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, it's a really good job. You know, I'm going to make $100,000 a year, but you're going to be miserable, you know, that kind of thing. So it's not always about the money of whether that job is going to be good or not for you. Um, and I'm not saying that the next job is you're not going to make money, but I'm just saying stop and think about what will make me happy, what will make me feel successful um, as a person. Um, what what my accomplishments are going to do for me in this next situation? Because I feel like the next the next one is going to be much better for you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. Thank you for calling, Craig. You're welcome. Uh, we are here. Um, if the show sounds a little different today, it's because we're at the Psychic Fair at Mystic Isle in La Mesa, California, talking to medium Loretta Schmidt. And if um, um, we're probably only going to be able to squeeze in a couple more calls before uh, Blog Talk Radio cuts us off, whether we're ready or not. But um, you can come by today if you're in the greater San Diego area, come by Mystic Isle um, and uh, we'll be here till six with um, discounted readings. Uh, Loretta is here doing readings. Georgia, who was on earlier, is doing readings. I'll be doing readings. We have a couple more folks who are going to be here um, doing readings. I think there are going to be a couple talks this afternoon on some upcoming classes. There's some great stuff on the way. Um, by the way, there's a paranormal explorations coming up and there's a, a class about altars coming up. There's a class about um, protection, spiritual protection, which I think is tomorrow, if I'm not sure, uh, but I'm not sure. Um, and there's also um, Georgia's doing a social media class as well. Um, so all that's coming up. You can get the whole schedule uh, um, through the uh, through the uh, Mystic Isle website at um, Mystic Isle. And that's M-Y-Z. T-I-C-I-S-L-E dot com at their website. Um, you can call here uh, if you don't know where we are and you're in the San Diego area and you need directions, 619-465-3005, the number. Or um, if you're not in the greater San Diego area, but you still want to get a discounted reading today, um, anywhere you are in the whole wide world, you can call that number. And again, it's 619-465-3005. Joanne will let you know who's available. Um, and uh, or if somebody you want to talk to, like if Loretta is already talking to somebody and you want to book um, uh, a time, time with her later in the day, Joanne will, will set you up with that. So that's the number to call. And that's why the uh, show sounds a little bit different today because we're on the road. But uh, we're going to grab a couple more calls here for some mini readings with Loretta before uh, we wrap things up. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? My name is Mary Lou. 
Hi, Mary Lou. Where are you calling from? New Orleans. Mary Lou from New Orleans. Um, and uh, how can Loretta help you today? Um, I would love it if she would um, look at a situation with my ex-husband and tell me how she sees that going. Okay, in in what regard? Um, We're in a dispute, and it looks like it's going to go legal. Okay. I want you to, um, when you're speaking with him, um, I know this sounds a little weird, but um, I want you to be careful with the word you. Um, I feel like he can be kind of defensive, and um, the the word you is is very, um, it just blocks communication totally. If you start a sentence out with you, um, he will get very defensive, and he's not going to listen to anything you have to say. And if you're going to the extent of having legal situations, um, make make sure that you're saying I, I feel like this. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Excuse me. Oh, I'm just listening. Okay. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> um, but but say you know I feel like this when this happens, and and that doesn't feel comfortable to me. That doesn't make me feel happy. I would like us to communicate better. Um, how do you think? that this will, we should go forward with this litigation or whatever. I'm just wanting you to change it from you did it to what is your opinion? Because those words, I I realize if you're going to this extent, you're probably not very happy with this person. But in an effort to have better communication and less stress, um, you need to change your, your dialogue. Okay, Um, I see this going um, a little bit out of control if you don't do this. Um, Once things get to a legal point, um, you're you're talking about lawyers in there with you and things can get a little bit crazy. Okay, Um, not saying the lawyers are crazy. I'm just saying that that situation um, it kind of heightens the anxiety of the situation because uh, then there's also a monetary part that goes in there. Oh, my gosh, I've got to pay the lawyer's money and, and all that. If you can work it out without that, it'd be a whole lot better. Um, yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Okay, sadly. No. Sadly just me. Yeah. He, um, he sort of abducted the children. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, do, you know, do you know where your children are at this time? Yeah, with him. He's not going to return them. Well, yeah, then you will. This be- is definitely going to court. Definitely it's going to court, yeah. Um, I still I still would use the I words. I, I tell everybody this because it really does work. Um, because when you are arguing and yelling, nobody listens. And for your children's sake. Uh, We're not arguing at all. We don't raise our voice. It's uh, only done in writing. Okay, very good. Very good. And uh, um, I, I just don't. Um, 
I, I do believe that at, at, at one point things are going to get a lot better. You're going to figure this out. Okay. Your children will um, be seeing both of you. Is it going to happen tomorrow? I'm afraid not. You know, it's no. going to be a problem. Um, I feel the end result though. Um, you will be having your children, but I just, I feel really um, concerned about your children. I, what, I what, am too. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you, I'm, can't, you can't rewrite the law to your liking. It's not legal to rewrite the law to your own benefit. You know, the 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 best thing that, the best thing that could happen is if both of you could agree not to um, tear each other down in front of the kids. Always be supportive but, of the no, other person. Not, Pardon? Yeah. We're correct. Because right now the the children are the key. Um, I, I do see, I have a spirit guide of yours um, that is with them. Um, the spirit guide goes to them to give them support and to, to give them love and compassion. I would, I would talk to your guides every night before you go to bed and um, ask them to go protect your children, put, put an orb of protection, any color that you like. It doesn't matter. A lot of people say, oh, I'm going to put white light, and that's just fine. But if you like pink, put pink. Um, but it's, it's like a protection of love around them because right now they're scared. And, you know, their life has changed drastically, and they're not quite sure where they, where they fit in, where, where is their place, what is going to happen to them. It's a, it's a scary time, just like you're feeling scared um, because they're not with you. They're feeling scared as well. So you can send your energy to them, um, and, and I would suggest doing so. Well, of course. Um I don't expect him to change his mind. He does what he wants, when he wants, how he wants. Um, I'm just hoping that if I go through the court system the way it's going, that it it has a good result. Do you, um, so you have a lawyer already? Uh, no, but I'm working on that, and uh, we're working on filing papers next week, whether... Okay. Whether I represent myself or find someone, I don't know when the court date will be. And I, I know he's going to return them in a month, but um, but that's a month. That's I know it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I I would suggest, and this is not psychic or anything. This my brother's a lawyer. Um, unfortunately, not in the New Orleans area. Or I would have you call him, but um. I would suggest getting a lawyer as quickly as you can. If money is an issue, anyone that, whether it's blood family for a family of choice, anybody that you can, um, that you feel that you can trust going to, if you need money to pay for a lawyer, but get a lawyer as quickly as you can. And as soon as you get a lawyer, you let him know he abducted the children. He violated whatever agreements that you had and that will get things moving fast, and that will get things moving faster than you representing yourself and doing it yourself. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, it does make sense. And uh, okay. uh, the lawyers that I've called so far are charging $300 an hour, which are kind of far beyond my pocketbook. 
Right. Uh, um, if you can, uh, a, a lot of lawyers will offer a free consultation. Um, sometimes that'll even be on their website. If you can find that, find somebody who'll do that and who you can talk to. Um, if you can't find somebody who will do that, find a way to, to get family, friends, whoever you can to help you out. Um, most lawyers will also um, make a payment plan because they know that not everybody has hundreds or thousands of dollars in their pocket. So this isn't something that's impossible for you. It's just going to take... Um, it's I know, I've take, already started. Okay, I've great. I've already started. Great. Um, but as soon as you can get a lawyer working for you, things will move faster and you'll get your kids back faster. Um, especially if he's violating the law. Um, and, and that will you know, go, and that will be a, a big. Reinterpreting the law so that he wins no matter how you look at it, but it doesn't work that way. Right. It doesn't work that way. And he obviously needs the court system to explain that to him. So you need yes. you need somebody who you need somebody who knows what they're doing in that arena to um, to get this cooking for you, so you get your kids back faster than waiting for a month. Right. Okay. All right. Thank uh, you. Uh, you're welcome. We'll be thinking good thoughts for you, Mary Lou. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. Bye bye. Um, we don't have a whole lot of time left, but we have one more call, so. I'm going to try and squeeze this in before we're done. Hi, what's your first name? Hi, if you're calling from area code 541, this is you. Okay, maybe it's not you. Um, we've got about uh, six or seven minutes left. So I just wanted to mention again, um, that uh, we are at the Psychic Fair at Mystic Isle in La Mesa, California. Um, discounted uh, readings all day long until 6 o'clock. There are lots of different kinds of readings you can get here. We've been talking to Medium uh, Loretta Schmidt. We were talking earlier to George of Lejos, who reads uh, lots of different kinds of cards, and we'll be happy to help you out in that way today as well. Uh, if you're in the greater San Diego area, you can come by. We're on La Mesa Boulevard, uh, 619-465-3005 is the number. Joanne can give you directions if you don't know where we are. That number is also great to call no matter where you are in the whole wide world. Uh, if you want to get a phone reading at those same discounted rates, you can call and book time. Um, uh, Joanne can tell you who's available and can set you up with somebody or if whoever you want to talk to, whether it's Loretta or Georgia or me or someone else, if, uh, if whoever you want to talk to is with someone, you can schedule a time to, uh, to talk later in the day. We'll, but again, we'll be here till six. Um, let me try and, and sneak this one last person in. Hi, thanks for hanging on. What's your first name? Hi, my first name is Jacqueline. Hi, Jacqueline. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from New Jersey. Jacqueline from New Jersey. Uh, we've we've only got about five minutes, so this is going to have to be really quick. But how can Loretta help you right. today? I just want to see, um, you know, it's a lot of energetic pulls, and I just want to see what you guys see from your end. So you just want to see what it is that that you need to know right now? Yes. 
Okay. Jacqueline in New Jersey, what does she need to know right now? Uh, pertaining to. Um, is there is there something uh, any any specific area? Just some family issues. I'm trying to get to get settled down and put in order. Okay, some family issues. Okay. Um, I'm. I feel like you're in a place of of worry. Your energy that's coming through is is kind of on a low side. Um, first off, remember that natural law is like attracts like. So even though it's very difficult, when you start to worry about these situations, I want you to um, refocus uh, to what you would like the outcome to be, okay? Um, we've kind of got to get you out of that worry energy to, to make any progress with that. Um, I feel like there's a couple of people that are not really willing to um, change their way of thinking. They're, they're kind of... Um, blocked. There's like a a defense situation with this. Um, I'd say that you have a a hard road to climb with this, but it it is attainable, but boy, you've got your work cut out for you. Um, I I feel like there's just, there's, there's a few people that are just not wanting to budge that they're just very absorbed in their own stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Try, try to get them to talk more about how they feel. And um, because somehow you've got to come to some kind of understanding to get things resolved. And right now I'm just not seeing it happen with with the way everybody is uh, kind of separated in their way of thinking. Do you think you'd be able to have like a family meeting and everybody just kind of talk about what's going on? What if they're not willing to talk? What do I do for myself? I mean, it's always easy to abandon shit, you know, but at the same time, if they're dependent. What did she say? What if they're not willing to talk? What does she do for herself? So I I have a grandfather that's coming through. Yeah. Okay. Um Okay. He's he's wanting you to find strength in yourself, obviously. It's something that would be uh beneficial to you, but um at some point they're they're going to have to kind of go off on their own. It's it's like for you, you need to be able to say, okay, I've done everything I have, uh, I can, and um, your grandfather is saying, um, it's okay. It's okay for you to be happy and just to make yourself happy and not worry about everybody else. Um, I I feel like um, he's saying you're kind of a fixer and a mender. You want everybody's life to be happy. You want everything to go smoothly. You know, most of us do. Um, but that isn't always the. <laughs> ninety seconds. Yeah, Jacqueline, I'm I'm so sorry, but we are just about out of time, and Blog Talk Radio is going to cut us off. Whether uh, whether we we um, 
whether we're ready or not or whether we want to be cut off or not. Um, thanks for your call. I hope that helped. Um, thanks so much to Loretta and to Georgia for uh, hanging out with me this morning here at the Psychic Fair at Mystic Isle. Um, I want to give you that phone number one last time before, um, before Blog Talk Radio does cut us off. Um, the number is 619-465-3005. That's the number to call here at Mystic Isle. You can get directions if you're in San Diego, or you can get a phone meeting at that same number. Um, again, thanks, everybody, for calling and for hanging out in the chat room. And we'll catch you next time on Psychic Tapestry. Take care. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.